uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patrons and friends beyond the binary, and my patrons, my peepity peepity patrons, uh, thanks so much for supporting the show. If you're hearing this, hopefully you're subscribed to your Patreon RSS. Uh, but if you're not, uh, check out, go to support.patreon.com or in the uh, listener Facebook group, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. There's tons of uh, tutorials on how to subscribe. Make your make it consuming the Patreon feed that much easier. Uh, let's keep the show going. Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts and thinking... Uh, my, my, my brain just started thinking right when I was in the middle of that sentence. Uh, like physical sensations, uh, emotional things, distractions, mind, you know, mind moving. Uh, hopefully no mind melding. Maybe we'll talk about that because I don't even know what that really means. Uh, but whatever it is that's keeping you awake, um, uh, I'd like to take your mind off of that. I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. I'm going to smooth it. I'm going to pat it. I'm going to rub it down. And I'm going to say, safe place. Uh, just like it was the 80s. You know, but but whether you're 80 or your name's be incorrectly said by me, BB88, uh, who will be returning to the screen soon, I believe. Uh, I'm glad you're here, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. If you're new... Oh, what am I do? I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, comforting presence if I can provide that. I'll be here. I'll be here to keep you company while you fall asleep. Now, if you're new, uh, here's the structure of the show. First six minutes are business. It's a sleep podcast, so we got to put them up front. Uh, if you're new, not super important. If you're a regular listener... Please remember uh, uh, how you want to support the show when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow. Sponsors are spreading the word or supporting us on Patreon. Those are the most efficient ways. And uh, uh, so that's the first six minutes. Then we have an intro, which we've just begun. That's usually about 12 to 14 to 17 to 11 minutes. Um, and usually I try to create a metaphor Sometimes I overuse alliteration. Tonight will be a perfect opportunity because I try to create a metaphor to describe what the podcast is. And, you know, tonight I might be using mind-melding and mentalists because uh, I don't know if I've talked about any of that in the intro before. And, I, you know, it's a subject my mind can barely scratch the surface of. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. I, I, I said that already. Thanks, brain. My brain likes to remind me, like, uh, but I'm here to create a safe place so, you know, we can make mistakes, by the way, Brain. Glad you're here, Brain. Um, wouldn't be here without you. But, um, little uh, inside joke between me and my brain. It's not a joke, my brain just said. I wouldn't be here without my brain. Of course I'm relying on you. Oh, boy. I mean, I'm so lucky to have a brain that overthinks. Uh, okay, save the sarcasm for, uh, like, uh, my limbic system. Totally. Yeah, I, I don't like it. Like, I'm told, don't go somatic on me, brain, whatever that means. Oh, that's the emo Is that the limbic system? Please, brain, tell me more. That was sarcasm. I got to get out of my brain. So, anyway, uh, so it's the intro, and it's kind of to set the mood. If you're new, it's to kind of welcome you. Some people skip the intro, some people fall asleep during the intro. People call their pets during the intro. People put, like do lotion, you know, lotion application, uh, pillow placement, uh, you know, adjusting, you know, making sure the tops on your water, your lights are shutting out, whatever it is. Uh, that's what the intro is here for. It's for prepping or for falling asleep. You can't really misuse the intro. Uh, then there'll be a story portion of the show tonight. We're going to be covering the fierce flyer, the summer. This summer in Fearless Flyers, maybe, or, or I, I, I think, in explaining what Trader Joe's is, and then, you know, me carping, as they say, about how Trader Joe's doesn't sponsor the podcast. Uh, 
And why would they when I just give them free advertising and spend all my money there? Uh, yeah, you know, and why do I make this podcast? I had trouble falling asleep, believe it or not. Uh, but if you're new, you're also under, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. Um, and you're under no pressure to listen. I'll be here to keep you company. This podcast doesn't actually put you to sleep. It's here as a companion while you drift off. Uh, I'll be here at your side or at the foot of your bed or across the room, you know, keeping company. And as you drift off, I'm here just to distract you. I'm here in a service role. And if you want, I could even, you know, if like if it helps, you could picture me pet, like uh, curled up like a pet on the ground in a roll, you know, rolled up uh, like a like a puppy. Uh, actually, I think regular dogs are better curling up in balls than puppies. Uh, puppies do more lounging. Uh, so that's the intro, then the story, then there's some thank yous at the end. So you shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour. There are a percentage of listeners that don't fall asleep, and I'm here whether you're asleep or you're awake. I'll be here for you. Uh, I'm dedicated. I've been doing the show uh, when this comes out for over four years because uh, uh, you, you deserve a good night's sleep. That, that's really uh, one of the things that drives me. The other thing that drives me is I've been there uh, feeling alone, tossing and turning. And if my goofing around can help, I'd uh, be honored to. So no pressure to fall asleep, no pressure to listen. Like, believe me, you're going to quickly learn. Because, uh, okay, so I had these two words that popped into my brain. Uh, I guess technically it would be three words, mind meld and mentalist. Uh, and I think mentalists uh, uh, probably were people that perform. I don't even know what a mind meld is. I, I think it's like similar to a mind reading I think it's like if you take a mind reader in a, in a seance and you combine them uh, into a magic show, that may be, that's one kind of mind meld. You know, the other kind of mind meld, I think, it, well, like maybe there's three kinds. I guess, oh boy, I didn't realize how deep we could go with this mind melding stuff. I guess then there's another one, you know, that usually happens in a laboratory with Tesla coils and bubbling stuff, uh, and, you know, someone with an assistant, a scientist with the E, V to the I to the L to be, you know, maybe just a, like a genius, misguided genius scientist, uh, or just a misguided scientist too. And they may try mind melding. I mean, of course, who's our favorite mad scientist is, is uh, Rick uh, from Rick and Morty. And I don't know if, there, I mean, there is a lot of my, near mind melding action uh, I'm thinking of an episode, I just, like, or demelt. There's a demelding episode this season, season three. Or, well, anyway, I don't want to get too distracted here. So, I could, but, uh, so that's one kind of mind melding where you're combining two minds, or, you know, and then there's like, um, the movie. This would be, I guess this is mind melding. It's mind changing, though. I guess it isn't melding. Uh, there's the movies, like, um, of course, none of the names, they, like the one I watched the most as a kid was uh, Kirk Cameron and uh, Dudley Moore, uh, where they changed, brain, like they their minds, like, uh, I didn't think they melded or big. That was more, that wasn't a mind melding either. Pondering mind melding in, in cinema. Uh, it's, of course, 301. It's uh, by adjunct professor Scooter. So there, there's one with Jodie Foster, I think, um, uh, maybe. And I remember the one with Kirk Cameron and Dudley Moore. I think, um, who else has been in a mind-melding one? But, but those are like more like switcheroo movies. I think they're usually called the, the switcheroo. 16 to 31 or something. 31 going on 16. That was a more modern one, I think. It was something like that. 16 going on, th 12 going on 30. I guess it's more of a brain change uh, or consciousness change. I don't. I guess it is a full brain change because uh, in the Dudley Moore Kirk Cameron one, uh, Kirk Cameron's a teen, and uh, Dudley Moore's a surgeon, and the brain switch. So then, uh, the high school body of Kirk Cameron has Dudley Moore's brain. And I know I can hear what you're saying. Isn't Dudley more English and Kirk Cameron's like uh, from the Midwest? And I'd say possibly. I'm not sure. 
you may be getting Arthur. It'd be cool if Arthur changed his brain with Dudley Moore. What do, okay, here's a question. Being John Malkovich, is that an example of mind-melding in cinema? That'll be on the quiz uh, in my course. I have the first Coursera course never to have zero customers. Because uh, uh, I only ask questions. What's the course? It's questions about mind-melding in modern cinema. Cinema or sim, 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 cinemina? Well, one of those things. Uh, so I guess we like there like mind melding's a topic I can talk about clearly. And uh, here's the thing: I'll I'll uh, I'll take my meld to my mind right now and make a proposal for you. Were you thinking about whatever was keeping you awake while, while I was going on that tangent there? And I didn't even get to mentalists, but uh, maybe for I'll have to save that for another time. That is one of the characters. Uh, that I want to write, and one of the more like they're they're a kind of magician, in my opinion. I, I don't know. I'm not a foremost expert on mentalism, and I think I find all mag like I easily fooled. So I love magic and I love mentalism. You know, when it's for entertainment purposes only. Like don't 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 try melding with my mind, because uh, it'll be like it'll be your problem. It'll be good luck with that. Yeah, but, like, I love, like, uh, you know, like they'd say, like, this is a very basic example of mental. They say, think of a number between 1 and 1,000, and they, and they would guess the number instantly. And you'd say, how the heck did you do that? Uh, they say, 964. And you say, whoa. And they say, well, I mind meld. You know, maybe I, maybe they did mind meld. Uh, that would be more of a number like so that's a mentalist i don't know what that has to do with anything other than i think mentalists maybe that's part of their act i don't want to say that but their performance uh that at some point they mind meld with like an audience member you know to do something cool but yeah so so yeah by the way it's a podcast to put you asleep believe it or not I'm, i'm here to help you fall asleep i'm just here to ramble to distract you with stuff just on the edge of inane banter, uh, you know, ba- barely, you know, barely banter, kind of like with a banter cast. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. The reason I make this show is because I've been there. I had, I like, I uh, woke up at five this morning. So um, tossing and turning, mind racing, trouble getting back to trouble staying asleep, I guess, in that case. Uh, so if I can help you, it would be my honor because I really do deserve to think you deserve. I really do deserve to think that you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, and I hope I can help this podcast. So unfortunately it doesn't work for everybody. I get, you know, uh, clearly, but some of you may have already hung up and I understand that some of you may still be listening and believe me, I got it. I've gotten every email already. So don't get it. Don't, you know, just go, you know, move on, check out uh, some, maybe check out some Coursera courses or something. LibriVox, uh, there's other podcasts out there that, uh, you know, or, you know, Nature Sounds, uh, Old Time Radio, that's another thing that's popular to fall asleep to. So check some of that stuff out. I'm sorry it can't help, uh, but, you know, give it a few tries. That's what almost every review says. Uh, first time you listen to the show, you're like, what the heck? Second time you say, what's up with it? Why is this, uh, why is this dulcet so creaky? And ideally, the third or fourth time, you start falling asleep really good, and I become your boyfriend. So I'm here to help. Uh, I appreciate you, of all the podcasts out there, choosing this one to give a try to. Uh, And as I said, and as I say in every intro, I really hope and I really yearn. I work very hard, so I hope I help you fall asleep. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, welcome to another uh, episode of the Fearless Flyer Review, where I review the Fearless Fearless Flyer, which is kind of like somewhere between a catalog and a piece of marketing that comes in the mail and they give it out to the store, Trader Joe's. And Trader Joe's is a smaller, if you're an I don't know if they take investors, but I was like, uh, with all this grocery store stuff going on, Trader Joe's is really a good job, like making money per square foot. I know that much. Uh, I read that somewhere in the news. 
apparently they don't make enough to pay me anything and so i pay them so this isn't a sponsored if it is you know if it is you'll hear me laughing uh in some sort of sub in but uh so trader joe's is a smaller grocery store most of their items would be considered store brand or generic uh the generic might be like because they name the stuff uh and they try to give it nice packaging so it'd be more store brand uh not that different than Costco has Kirkland's signature. So I guess that's a little different, though. Uh, where Trader Joe's, it's like Trader Joe's, or they have Italian stuff, Trader Giotto. And so they have this way of letting people know, like of steering your attention, I guess, called the Fearless Fly. It's printed on newsprint or paper. And uh, it kind of goes through, like, what like what products they want to highlight or what seasonal products they have or what new products they have. And when you look at it as a piece of marketing, it really is brilliant. It's kind of like it has a nostalgia element. Uh, it has a lot of humor, and it also highlights stuff. It, it does entice you. I mean, it, or at least it entices me. It can't speak for everybody. And so every 50 episodes or so, I like to go through the Fearless Flyers. Uh, this time I have, like, we'll be looking back on the summer. As you're listening to this episode, we'll be in the uh, pumpkin season but we'll probably do those, you know, after. This is a look back always, uh, you know, so I had time to test stuff out. And, yes, I do most of my shopping. I use a meal delivery, Blue Apron, and then Trader Joe's. Uh, that's how I do. I don't like the big super supermarkets. Uh, I mean, I find Trader Joe's it offers very good pricing as well. And as I say, like one of my, like I look at the the milk my daughter drinks, the cost of a pound of coffee that tastes good. Also, I think cheese sticks, like whatever they're called, string cheese, like you think that even is like a good barometer of value. But so Trader Joe's is just a small supermarket. I think it's spreading across the country. In some places, it might be over busy. Uh, where I live, let's see, there's a Trader Joe's like in my area next to a big supermarket. Now you do have to go to a big supermarket or something. If you need something like uh, bleach or distilled vinegar, or, uh, as we found out in one episode, wow, Worcestershire sauce, stuff like that. Trader Joe's, it doesn't have everything. Uh, so I actually have two fearless flyers here from the summer. They really were uh, going hard, uh, and this time I was trying to highlight some of the art on it because it starts with the Summer Times. It looks like a newspaper, a tabloid newspaper, and it's from uh, June 2017. It says, We Dive In Deep and Keep It Light, uh, Volume 1, Number 6.5. And I don't know what that means. Also, Fearless Flyers trademarked, uh, but I'm, you know, this is free advertising, so don't bother me, please. And it has, like, a beautiful, like, um, watercolor on the uh, header part of the page, along with uh, some sort of a crustacean, uh, like a, a shrimp or something, in a top, a doffing its top hat and cane, and then some birds flying, and then the, um, the shrimp or whatever saying, are you Scandinavian? And then it says, parentheses, swimmers, page four. Uh, so let's check this out. First front page, we have uh, a taste of refreshment as the first section. It talks about the watermelon effect, which is just Trader Joe's watermelons for two ninety nine. They didn't purchase any watermelons this year, but it says a thump will reveal a hollow sound and the, the rind should be dull and easy to scratch. They uh, do like watermelon. I just find like uh, it's just me and my daughter, so we're buying a whole watermelon. I don't know. I guess I don't love, I like watermelon. I don't love it uh, because it doesn't get hot here in the northern part of California. Uh, or who are we kidding? We're in the middle of California, I think. You know, the upper, the bottom of the top 33% or whatever. Northern California, I guess. Uh, but it, uh, what am I like? Uh, what's this? Ge mistaken geography class? But so, yeah, I don't buy a lot of watermelon. Uh, this is another one, Organic Mango Lemonade. I haven't tried this, mostly because uh, I make my own lemonade, or try to. And I'm not, like, I like mango occasionally, 
but again, it's not like something I crave. Like, you know, when you're eating somewhere, you say, hmm, what is that taste? And they say, well, it's a mango lemonade. You say, hmm, it's good. Uh, I think, like, there's this, uh, yeah, like, so I haven't tried that, but now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, oh, I could drink that. 64 ounces for three seventy nine. Uh, and so when summer's over, you can create it in an instant with just a tiny taste. Uh, then they have, uh, like a nice hand with a spoon full of matcha, uh, powder, matcha tea powder. And this has kind of been a big thing, at least in the Bay area for maybe five or six years. I still, I think I've had matcha tea. I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing it. And then, you know, like museums have started these night events. I think there was like a... Uh, one of the nighting events was called matcha. I don't know if I'm, I mean, it looks like M-A-T-C-H-A. They have matcha Jojo's, which are their sandwich cookies, like Oreo Hydrox. Yeah, these are more two crunchy golden biscuity cookies with a sweet cream filling flavored with real matcha green tea powder. Enough said. So if you like that, I mean, it's probably gone because this is from June 2017, but maybe next summer. And uh, I like I don't like I guess I don't know the difference between matcha tea and green tea. Let's see what it says: unsweetened matcha green tea. It comes in a little green can, unsweetened, a refreshing matcha green tea. Crack open a can and uh, oh, so this is in a can. It's best served chill, ninety nine cents each can. So that's a tr- like a matcha green tea. So I think I had it maybe the last time was at a tea shop with my brother, and I think I like it. Um, it's like a powder, green powder. I don't know if it's a superfood, okay? My brain, part of my brain just asked me, is this considered a superfood? Maybe we should buy a bunch of it. I don't know. But let me get to, like, literally the buy, like, I'd say the buy of the summer is coming up after one more thing that I literally just tried. So I have some personal experience of these next two things. The first is honey mango cream shave. Uh, the cream for a clean, close uh, shave, leaving your skin smooth and refreshed uh, with pleasant sense of mango and honey. Uh, gentle, creamy, non-foaming, foaming, uh, paraben-free, vitamin E, aloe vera, 349 for a squeezable tube, a smooth value, they say. And I literally just bought this yesterday and used it. I haven't shaved with a razor. I I know uh, the last time I can remember shaving with a razor is April of 2016. I know since then I shaved one other time with a razor because when I got to work, people thought there was, they said, what's going on with you? You okay? And I said, no, I shaved with a razor because uh, usually I just like trim I don't know. I, I like to be, you know, I'm, I'm an introvert. I like to be cloaked, uh, even with a little facial hair. But, you know, I'll just trim my, you know, I'll, I'll use a re- electric thing, beard trimmer, go down to one. And then once the kids at work start making fun of me, then I trim it. I just let my hair grow. Yeah, but at the time it's recording, my brother's getting married. So I wanted to shave like a, like a few days ahead of time, you know, so I didn't do it the first time before the day, you know, before his wedding. So this, uh, a couple of days ago, I picked up this guy said, I need shaving cream. I had, I had gone so long. I'd had some shave gel in my shower. And the only time I'd used it was twice in the last 18 months, so literally twice in the last 18 months. And because of the exposure to whatever humidity or whatever in my shower, it didn't work. It, it had stuff in there, and I tried everything I could to get it out, but it was. It said, "No, this is we've been sitting around too long." Uh, so I bought this honey mang- mango sh- cream shave thing, and it, you know, wh- like I did a pre-shave with an electric, and then I shaved, uh, and it had been a while, so it wasn't exactly. I did get a very smooth shave. The stuff smelled wonderful. And I probably the jury's out, like, because I'll shave two or three more times for the wedding. Uh, but I really did like the smell. I said, hmm, this smells really good. And it, sh- it seemed to do good shaving. It's just, I guess I have, like, a, you know, I have baby soft skin, by the way. Uh, th- that's why I got to cover it up. That's, like, the only thing I can remember about Archie Bunker. I, I think, like, I was a little bit too young for that show. And we studied it in a class in college, you know, about uh, Archie's... Uh, belief system 
and uh, kind of kind of like uh, whatever, not too important. But I remember one episode. The one thing he kept secret was that he had baby soft skin, and and uh, his, his wife Edith revealed that uh, uh, to his neighbors or something. And um, so uh, I guess I'd say I'd, I don't know if I'd grade this. I'd say well, I think so far so good. But this one, this next one, is the deal. The deal of the summer. And I have bought two of these, and I'm, I've had to tempt to tell myself not to buy any more. And as someone that, like, does a lot of walking, like, have multiple backpacks, and that records podcasts on location, and, again, at the price, at this price point, you really cannot beat this. And when you think about uh, people that overthink stuff, this is called the Mineral Sunscreen Stick. And it's formulated with non-nano zinc oxide, meaning its particles are large enough uh, to create a top-of-the-skin barrier, water-resistant up to eight minutes, uh, blended with coconut and olive oils or avocado oils, natural waxes, and other stuff. Doesn't leave behind a chalky white residue. Paba-free, fragrance-free, never tested on animals, Five ninety-nine a stick. And it's one of those little rectangular sunscreen sticks. And I have one in my, like, uh, go kit for recording on-location podcasts, along with uh, headache medicine and cough drops and lip balm. Because that's the worst if you're out recording a podcast uh, and you realize you don't have sunscreen. You know, like, uh, and then for backpacks, when I walk from one work location to the other, it really is. And five ninety nine is like if you go to the supermarket, you don't know the ingredients, uh, but I don't think it's like zinc oxide, which is the best they say, especially if it doesn't leave like a chalky white residue. And so this is one, something you can keep with you. And I wouldn't use this if you're going to the beach or anything, but this is like good for your face, your ears, and your neck and your arms uh, when you're caught without sunscreen or you need a second application. Because you're spending the day, you know, cruising the town or whatever. Uh, so that's the buy of the summer. Uh, and, and, I mean, as long as they have it in stock, I'd say if you see it, pick one up. Okay, what else is on the front page? Ode to O's is strawberry yogurt O's. I haven't had these. I guess these are like a bit like Cheerios, but they're made from coated in yogurt. I don't know if I could eat a box of these. Uh, crunchy, freeze-dried strawberries coated with yogurt. The O's are coated with yogurt. It does sound good if it makes your milk uh, taste like strawberry, like strawberry quick. Yeah, but it's a risky buy. I mean, in my opinion, like I would rate this as a hold uh, if I was a stockbroker and and wait and see if somebody says you got to eat these. Or if you eat it at somebody's house and it makes the milk turn pink and then you can drink the milk, uh, then I would upgrade it to a buy. Uh, they do have um, cinnamon, a version of Cinnamon Toast Crunch uh, that I do purchase from time to time. And that's good. I'd rate that as buy. I think this is good. Like uh, I could get a show on CNBC now, the tra- like at the Trader Joe's Hour. Hopefully they would pay for that. Because uh, I don't think like Ted Turner like allows this nonsense like I do, where you just give away uh, the farm. Oh, also there's a cool uh, like 1920s mustache uh, person man, I think, uh, with a um, a helmet, a pith helmet that has an umbrella attached to it. So kind of like those umbrella hats you see people wearing. And he also has a tie on, a nice profile shot. And it says, before Trader Joe's mineral sunscreen stick, this invention was quite clever. And then they say, take a dip, a longboard tortilla chips, uh, 100% organic stone corn, white corn. Uh, tortilla chips, uh, I don't buy a lot of chips in general. Uh, so I can't really give a view of that one. And then roasted tomatillo and mango salsa, uh, tangy tomatillos, green chilies, uh, sweet tart mango, corn, black beans, and a pinch of ghost chili to give it a kick. Uh, uh, two ninety nine. I did buy some salsa that may have been this one. It had mangoes and uh, corn in it, and it took a while to finish the jar. So I'd say a hold. Uh, for mango lovers, definitely a buy. I'd upgrade it to a buy if you love mangoes. 
I love tomatillos, and I find that you're just if you like tomatillo salsa, you're probably better off just making it yourself. And I guess we could talk about salsa for a minute. The 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 gulf between even Trader Joe's, as much as I love them, uh, between jarred salsas and fresh salsas from a taqueria, and then like premium salsas that are locally made. I don't know the brand we have here in Calif- Northern California, but it, I know it's like a little bit more pricey. Uh, but when you have one of those salsas, uh, like uh, especially with chips, these premium salsas, I think the one in California has like stick figures maybe. And it, it comes in a plastic container uh, instead of a jar. And maybe it's something that has to do with like pasteurization or like because uh, you got put in a jar, you got to heat it up and stuff. Uh but you just, it, it's just a night and day. So say if you're a salsa fan, you know, spend, that's something you should spend your money on or make it home. And if you want a great way to make your own salsas, I think um, uh, there's a book, uh, Everyday Mexican, I think uh, that's uh, pretty good. I think I've used some recipes from there before to make salsa. And then there's a also a picture of a strawberry with a hat on it. It looks like a... Like a hat has a bow, and it says, what's in a name? That by which we call a strawberry, oh. Also, I'm just seeing on the bottom right corner, it says NorCal. So this uh, flyer is for the Northern California. That's interesting. Never noticed that before. Uh, let's hop to the back page because uh, this is only four-page one, but, uh, you know, that's the next level of, uh, you know, featuring and they have like an Alice in Wonderland character standing in front of a coffee cup. Her neck is gone. She's gone tall. And it says uh, six quite possible things for breakfast to sunrise. Uh, let's see. Least Cafe. Uh, coffee's light uh, roast uh, showcases the blends of Kenyan, Tanzanian, and Ethiopian coffees. And emulates a roast from North. I haven't tried that. Seven ninety nine, uh, but it comes in a can. I don't know why I don't trust coffee in a can. Plus seven ninety nine. I like my coffee at five ninety nine. Um, and some listeners do send me coffee, so um, yeah, yeah. I don't see any way reason to strain. I've been drinking a lot of cold coffee thanks to our listener Melissa. And uh, I guess if the coffee comes up again, I'll talk more about that. Um. Then avocado citrus yogurt, uh, whole milk Greek yogurt, buttery soft avocados, blood orange juice, uh, and cane sugar, 99 cents in a 5.3-ounce cup. Uh, doesn't sound like it may taste. Uh, um, yeah, so I'd probably skip that, um, and I know my daughter probably wouldn't eat it. Uh, shortcake biscuits. I love shortcake. Uh, Mama said shortening bread, and I said, yes, I love it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen this uh, uh, in the bakery section. Maybe I did. Maybe I tried to make strawberry shortcake. Yeah, no, I, ha- I have bought these. I made, tried to make strawberry shortcake. I'm going to buy these again. A 10-ounce package of four. Yeah, these are good for strawberry shortcake. Uh uh, copious amounts of real butter, cut by hand, uh, rich yet lace taste. These are really good, actually. Now I'm remembering. It's been a while. I highly recommend them. Uh, then mango black tea. I think we covered enough mangoes. Carrot juice, the three ninety nine. Oof, the thirty two ounce bottle. I don't know. Uh, there was one point when my ex, she, she had bought a juicer, and we drank a lot of carrot juice. I can see the uh, peel in it. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Something about my gut, like similar to that, I don't like zoos because I think I was a zooed animal once. Maybe I was a carrot, but I like carrots. Maybe I was like a juicer or something. Maybe I was just carrot shards, uh, like carrot pulp uh, in, in a previous life. I don't... Uh, I don't know, so I, I'd have to pass. Uh, I guess, like, if I started making smoothies or something, I think, like, I did for a while, I was buying, there's a purple carrot and beet juice uh, or something, or purple carrot something juice uh, that for a while I was buying, but this was, like, five or six years ago uh, to make smoothies with. Uh, 
that was when I was still drinking. So I was constantly obsessed with superfoods trying to counteract uh, my drinking problem. So now they kind of feel like, well, you know, I'm going to eat, I'll just eat some vegetables. Uh, peach Bellini jam uh, has Prosecco in it, so I probably couldn't drink that because uh, it's supposed to be like a drink. Uh, I don't know about peach jam anyway. My daughter, believe it or not, my daughter doesn't like jams or jellies. Uh, so we don't have, I, I do, sometimes I'll, I'll be in the mood for like a PB&J. Uh, but, yeah, I don't have a lot of jams around the house. Uh, uh, then nutritional yeast, uh, uh, active yeast culture and simple sugars, then deactivated, fortified with B vitamins, uh, three grams of protein. Never tried this. Uh, sprinkle on your favorite foods like cheese. Uh, I don't know if you, you do this, so like, let me know about it. Uh, is it good? Uh, think about trying it. Uh then turmeric, this is a supplement. Uh, I think you can buy turmeric, though, like in Trader Joe's, uh, like powder to mix in stuff. Um, it's from the turmeric root. It, uh, it's supposed to be good for you, but, you know, I can't comment on those things. And here's a dessert. Oh, here's a, there was a picture of, a, like, a lavender flower that has a, a spoon that says, let's jam. Uh, this is Dessert Ed Island, uh, six-month-aged six manchego cheese. Uh, that's a sheep cheese, so I avoid those. Like I said, it, I can taste the uh, goat and goat cheese and probably the sheep and sheep's cheese. Um, mango and cream ice cream. Uh, I, you know, I think I've talked about this in another podcast. I had a bad experience as a child with a creamsicle, an orange creamsicle, so I, and I'm not kidding. I was permanently traumatized. Uh, so anything even remotely close to the flavor of orange creamsicle, it can never uh, get even close to. Like one of the few things that has like me in a hundred percent. And people laugh at this, and uh, like people in my life, uh, my daughter even, they say, "Ha ha! What do you mean you can't taste an orange creamsicle, Dad?" Like, no, no. You please keep it away from me. I don't want to see it. I don't want to smell it. Uh, I just had a bad run-in with an orange creamsicle, or maybe I just don't like them. And then, uh, so I don't know why I ate it. I know it was at Sylvan Beach uh, somewhere in the eighties, uh, and that was it. Me and creamsicles were done. And so anything with a cream and a fruit, uh, like in a um, I don't know, especially in a like a artificial way like that. Keep, just keep it away from me. That's if you want to stay on my good, like it's not even my good side. If you come at me with the creamsicle, it's over. So mango and cream ice cream just sounds too close. Brie bites, uh, that sounds good. Um, but I don't know if I need to be eating brie, you know. Uh, then we have coffee, ice cream sandwiches. This sounds good. I didn't buy it. I think I, in the past I talked about my policy with coffee, ice cream. And actually in my freezer right now, I have like a cold brewed ice cream popsicles or creamsicles. Uh, and they're pretty good, but I just occasionally eat them because, uh, never the right time of day. I feel like, uh, but these are brownie crisps, coffee ice cream with coffee syrup, Colombian coffee extract, and ground espresso. So it sounds strong. It may be a little too much chocolate. I mean, I'm like a, a would want a vanilla cookie and coffee together. And I don't know about a brownie crisp because the thing of an alamode mode situation for me, brownie alamode is great, but it's like... Uh, Brownie needs the right density, and it's got a heat, so and then it's melting, and something's been caramelized. Uh, so the brownie has to have some give to it, um, and then it has to be vanilla ice cream. So I guess I would say a whole, I mean, that would be like an open to your, you know, to, uh, investors on their own. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Key lime pie. I love key lime pie, but I don't know if I've ever bought it at Trader Joe's. I mean, to be honest, I'm trying to buy a lot less uh, sweets at Trader Joe's. Um, and it's not easy. Uh, so, like, this would probably be on my list because uh, it sounds delicious. 17 ounce keep high, 549. Uh, I love it with a graham cracker crunch. So, I would say buy. 
you know, depending on what your sweet policy is. Uh, then a jalapeno limeade, uh, sweet, spicy, and sour. I love limeade, but again, I like to make it myself. Uh, and uh, this sounds like a pretty good 32 ounce bottle for 229. But I guess in my case, I would look at the thing and say, well, if I'm going to have something like this, I'd rather just have soda because soda has caffeine in it. And, uh, uh, I guess that's kind of a simple way to look at it, but a lot of these sweet drinks, if I'm not making it at home, like lemonade or limeade, and I consider it some sort of cheat or like a luxury, it's say, well, would I want jalapeno limeade or Dr. Pepper or Mr. Pib uh, or cherry cola? And it, to me, it's a no-brainer, you know. Uh, kitchen sink dunkers, these are the best things since sliced bread, they say. Uh, all butter cookies uh, with everything but the kitchen sink. Chocolate chunks, pecans, raisins, and sunflower seeds. Uh, a little bit too much for me. I mean, I love uh, shortbread, so I might try this. Actually, maybe I should have opened my or butter cookies because maybe this is like a different version of a pecan sandy, which I love uh, with milk. I've talked about that too. But then the raisins and the chocolate chunks, they say, well, what's the ratio there? Uh, so I put that on hold. This is all against the melange picture of like a, like a big circle with a beach shot and spoons and forks and cheese and ice cream and birds and sun and glasses. Uh, and at the bottom, we have a Scandinavian fish trying to get to the key lime pie. It says, if only I could reach the pie. And it has Scandinavian swimmers, uh, not uh, quite gummy in texture, candy class onto themselves, roosting with fruit flavors, uh, spirulina and fruit and vegetable, oh, colored with spirulina fruits and vegetable extra extracts. Uh, there's a blue dolphin, a red lobster, a seahorse, and a rockfish. Uh, and that's funny. They say rock flavored. Just kidding. Tastes like orange. Uh, each 14-ounce uh, aquarium-themed receivable pouch, two ninety nine. That would seem like good, something good to bring to the movies because uh, you could put it in your pocket. It says it's resealable, so I would say like if you if I can't I can't buy them because they still have uh, some Sour Patch Trader Joe's. Yeah, uh, but if you're in a position to buy them, I would say go for it for sure. Okay, so now we're on the inside. Uh, this is Grill Ed. So I guess this is like education, to grill or not to grill. What a ridiculous question. Tis nobler in the heat to cook the burgers and dogs of outrageous flavor or to go further with steaks and skewers. Uh, and by grilling them thus to eat, to socialize, to enjoy, and by enjoy, say we're stuffed, uh, hashtag gay hamlets. And let's start with the imagery on this. There's a beautiful uh, painting of a woman with a tattoo and pink and purple hair done in watercolor and kind of a plum-colored outfit, a really lovely picture. Uh, and she says, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Stellar uh, Drinks. Uh, and then there's a fork, uh, two forks uh, with some fruit in the middle. And let's see what they have on here. Six pieces of organic chicken. Uh, I do buy this from time to time, split breasts and four drumsticks. I used to buy more. Uh, the only problem with drumsticks is I thought my daughter loved them, but uh, she doesn't love them as much as I thought. So, And drumsticks can be tricky with skin uh, to cook if you're grilling them. It takes a lot of attention. Um then they have all-natural premium Angus Top Sirloin. I think I bought that, twelve ninety nine a pound, uh, I think. Then they have organic grass-fed fed ground beef. Uh, I do, that's $6.99 a pound, $50, 50 cents less than last summer. Uh, I don't know if this is the one in the freezer section. I have bought that a few times, uh, and it, it's pretty good. Uh, turkey burgers, I haven't tried those. Uh, uh, grilled jerk chicken with mango chutney. I love jerk chicken, um, but I haven't seen this, uh, so I really can't comment on it. Uh, I don't know if it's already cooked. Uh, yeah, I think it already is. 
these organic grass-fed beef, uncured beef hot dogs, uh, I think these ones I bought, and they're like uh, off the charts good. They also have the Applegate Farms ones, usually at Trader Joe's. And between, like, there's also these jumbo dogs they have. I don't know if these are the uncured ones. Um, they really do. Uh, I mean, I'm coming from upstate New York where we really had good hot dogs. And I know we've talked about this before, but they do have good hot dogs at Trader Joe's. And those Applegate Farms ones are really low in uh, saturated fat for kids. And they're pretty tasty. Yeah, they don't, it's an adult hot dog. I think they're pretty good, but the Trader Joe's jumbo ones, they have a really nice, uh, natural skin on there. Now they have Trader Joe's hot dog buns. I don't recommend those unless you're like, uh, just shopping for convenience, which I normally am. I think it's cause Trader Joe's uh, freezes a lot of their baked goods and then ships them and then lets them thaw. And I don't think hot dog buns, uh, they probably need more chemicals. They don't need natural freezing. Uh, they think that's just part of being American, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, like, I think if you really want a traditional hot dog bun, you got to go to the big supermarket and get the ones uh, that are shelf-stable for thousands of years. Uh, Slivered almonds, uh, haven't tried those, but those are always good. Uh, then they have condiments, uh, sharp cheddar slices. They buy those all the time. Uh, spicy dill pickle chips. Mmm, those sound pretty good. Uh, only dill, dill pickles. Again, uh, sweet pickles I don't like. Uh, maybe because there was this service called Sweet Pickles as a kid where you'd get books and stuff, and I never got that, and I was jealous. But I don't like uh, sweet pickles or relish. Mango chipotle barbecue sauce, probably pass. Uh, reduced guilt guacamole. I think I've tried this. I prefer making my own guacamole. Really, dude, this is a tough, fearless flyer. Uh, organic potato chips, those are pretty good. Trader Joe's does have good kettle-style crunchy chips. And organic coleslaw, haven't tried that, but that sounds pretty good. Uh, $1.99. Then they have a little nuts comic uh, showing a bird standing on a jar of nuts. Uh, how do you get your nuts to stay so fresh? Uh uh, I guess it just shows you cold, uh, closing the bag. Uh, fresh little bags keep them fresh. Bolly wants some nuts. Uh, maybe it's other, like, uh, this is Rainbow Ends Trail Mix with uh, candy-coated uh, chocolate, uh, turmeric, spirulina. Oh, at least they have how it's colored. Turmeric, spirulina, and red radish powders, and then coconut wax. Roasted and salted peanuts, almonds, uh, and raisins. Uh, maybe I'll try that. Okay, and then uh, the saladish days. This is on the next page. Uh, a cauliflower pizza crust. I think our friend Melissa that listens to the podcast and a few other people said that that was a winner. Uh, I haven't tried it yet, but I know a few listeners have said the cauliflower pizza crust is good. Uh, but I haven't tried it Uh Quinoa Cowboy Burgers. Uh, I've tried their tricolor quinoa. I've tried that. That's uh, but this one is a vegetarian burger. Quinoa, black beans, uh, and seasonings. This might be good for breakfast. Uh, might have to. Maybe I'll have to look at that with an egg on top. Uh, depending on like the ingredients, um, you know, with vegetarian burgers, you really got to look over the ingredients, in my opinion. Uh, then burritos. I don't know if I've bought a, are these frozen or fresh, uh, uh, in the refrigerated case. I never tried those, but they have, uh, pork carnitas, uh, carne asada. Uh, so that might be worth trying. I have not tried it. And maybe a chicken one, chicken asada too. Oh no, no carne asada, just chicken asada. And, uh. Hand rolled is three ninety nine each, uh, so it's a little bit less than a normal store bought. Like a I guess a burrito in California is kind of like why don't you just go to a taqueria? Uh, let's see. So down here we have uh, they have a person diving into a bottle, and then a person like swinging on. They have a nice pencil, and they actually have the end of the comic with a flying squirrel and a bird saying four ninety nine for that rainbow uh, trail mix. Uh, uh, salad palette super greens. I never saw these. Uh, broccoli, 
walnuts, edamame, green beans, and feta cheese. Uh, that's why I don't, I'm not a fan of feta. Uh, corn, basil, and burrata ravioli. Uh, sounds interesting, but not uh, sweet and spicy mango dressing. Mango jicama slaw, tropical mango salad. You get the point. They did a lot of mango purchasing. And then mini carnations. Uh, so the, Trader Joe's is another good place. I don't buy flowers. I don't think I have a flower vase. Uh, let's run through this August one. I feel like the Purple Joe's maize flakes. Did we go through this one? Uh, I feel like I talked about those. It's like a purple cornflakes, purple maize. Uh, organic sriracha and garlic barbecue sauce. I have that. That's pretty tasty. Uh, these are a good snack. Peanut butter pretzels, two ninety nine. Those are a good snack for your kids' lunch. Uh, if they eat peanut butter. Mandarin orange chicken. Is that the same as the fra- uh, is that the same as the orange chicken in the oven? Um that's legendary. The Trader Joe's orange chicken. Maybe that's the like uh, the frozen one. It's a little fried chicken with a mandarin orange sauce. Uh, okay, this one is going to be controversial. Carne asada authentica. authentica. Uh, I have had this, and I don't. Um, uh, I can't recommend it. To be honest, I, I hate to do that, but I straight can't recommend it. Um, it's just not uh, awesome. You can go to uh, a local grocery store or make your own carne asada. Um, uh, so I hate to totally burn Trader Joe's, but, uh, I think like if you're desperate or something, but I have not found a way to cook it where it tastes as good as like something you can get locally. Uh, but here's a nice side, uh, spanch cocked lemon rosemary chicken. I've had this a few times, baked it in the oven and it's really easy to prepare and you can prepare some potatoes under it. I usually, I think I put potatoes under it, um, and it really comes out delicious. Uh, Three ninety nine a pound, and so easy to prepare. And it's already seasoned and everything. And I, I, I go with a strong buy on that. Uh, dark, dark chocolate peanut butter cups can't go wrong. Thirteen roses for five ninety nine can't go wrong with that. Uh, we're just pressed for time, so I'll just go through brewed ginger beer. Uh, this is stuff is good. Uh, they have Reed's ginger beer and uh, Trader Joe's brand ginger beer, kind of like ginger ale. Uh, and I try not to buy soda, but uh, it, when I do, when I'm, it, it, it's a nice, uh, it's nice ginger. It's good, and it, it's a hundred percent. You know, it's just just soda. Unexpected cheddar. I've never had that. Creamy cheddar. Um, huh, I'll have to try that. Uh, here's a little thing. It says, uh, did you know Trader Joe's first introduced our private label product in 1972? It was granola. Uh, Gu-chun-ho-jang. Gotcha. Gotcha-ho-jang. Gotcha-ho-jang. Almonds. Uh, I, I know I've had this uh, this uh, sauce with um, some Blue Apron meals, um, and it's good. I can't pronounce it, Um it's a Korean uh, fermented com- condiment, and it's delicious. So maybe I'll try these almonds. I don't know if I want my almonds super spicy, though, but uh, $4.99 uh, seems like a thing. Seasoning salt, oh, boy, $1.99, strong buy. Uh, if you don't already have seasoned salt, uh, this stuff is really good. Uh, and there's no MSG. Uh, it's good. It, it really is uh, tasty to mix into stuff, uh, that you want to season with seasoning salt. It has that nice, it, I haven't tried it on fries or potatoes actually, but uh, it's delicious. Yeah. Green dragon hot sauce. This is kind of like a green sriracha. I bought this, but I haven't really used it. Uh, so I can't really give a, I'd say put it on, put it on hold. Orchids. I should probably buy that cause you don't need a, uh, uh, thing I, I don't know if I've seen those there. Uh, just mango slices. That would be probably be the mango item I would actually buy. Uh, eight pockets of pita. Uh, they have uh, pita bread and I think they have whole wheat and white uh, pita bread. And those are pretty good. My daughter's not totally sold on pita. I remember as a kid, my mom would make uh, pita like uh, 
she was into pitas, like stuffing a pita for dinner. I think with six kids, that's like an actual fun thing, like tacos and pita. I don't even know what we would put in there. Yeah, Fearless Flyer debuted in 1985, according to this. Uh, Trader Joe's Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil. They have a great selection of olive oil, so uh, I, I usually just buy a different kind every time. Uh, hold the cone. Those are mini cones, uh, kind of like mini, uh, which I don't know what those are called, the mini ice cream cones. Uh, haven't bought those. I, like, again, I'm trying to cut back on sweets, but uh, then they have their own chocolate syrup called Midnight Moo. We're just about out of chocolate syrup, so I may be buying that. Uh, dress Circle Crispy Crunchy Chocolate Chip Cookies. Uh I don't know what those are. I'll have to look because uh, I can't even picture them. Yeah, three ninety nine. Um, so I, I don't know. They also make a great pie crust, according to this. Uh, cauliflower crust pizza, mango sticky mango spring rolls, uh, chicken tiki marsala tikka marsala. Huh, how does this come? I've never tried this. Uh, Basmati rice on the side, five minutes in the microwave. My daughter's finally getting into curries, so maybe I could get into this. But I usually, who's that? The Naked Chef, Jamie Oliver. He's got a great book called Every Day. I don't know what his book's called, but it was like the one to try to get more people to cook at home and eat healthy. And like he has a lot of great curry recipes and, and, and uh, Indian food recipes. So I would look into that. Wild salmon burgers. I've had those a few times. Those aren't bad. Um, uh, like a, like if you want a quick fish taco, salmon burgers are a great way to go. Organic toaster pastries. I have the brown sugar and cinnamon ones. Kind of like Pop-Tarts. Uh, they're good. Oolong tea. I love oolong tea. Uh, but my brother, he buys a lot of tea, so he's, he gives me milk, some sort of milk oolong uh, so I usually just get my tea from him. The super green drink powder, that's probably a superfood, so I can't buy that because I would uh, overdo it. Then they have a bird in a suit who says, I have a head for fashion and I do my shopping at Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's were top hat and tails were optional, but great values always in fashion. Trader Joe's, they didn't sponsor this podcast. They should have, though. Uh, kohlrabi salad blend. This is another buy of the summer. Strong buy on this one. Uh, really strong buy. This is what we'll finish up with probably. Uh, again, this is a great deal. It, uh, great, it, it's not, I wouldn't have it just as a salad. I like to have like a, like a mixed green salad and then sprinkle this on the top. It adds a great crunch and it, uh, has kohlrabi and I think it has, uh, some beets in there, too. I think this is the one. Yeah, sweet-tasting shredded kale, golden beets, and red cabbage with kohlrabi. And it's just like little sticks, like almost julienne sticks. Uh, really good, one ninety nine. Along with that sunscreen, buy of the summer. I've been buying this uh, every time they have it in stock, which is not even every time. If they don't have that, I'll buy the Cruciferous Crunch, which is similar, or I'll switch and alternate. Uh, organic broccoli slaw, I'm sure that's delicious. Uh, plum cots, my daughter's kind of allergic to stone fruit, so she says, she does, she gets her mouth tingles. Uh, chicken thighs, all natural and boneless. This is always, you know, those are always a good thing to have in your freezer. Uh, matcha green tea lemonade. These are things you could try. Think about trying uh, mozzarella and tomato salad, three forty nine. That's always delicious. And I'm just gonna go through the the hummus. Always good. Uh, uh, pre sliced mozzarella, bruschetta sauce, uh, red refresh herbal tea. That sounds pretty good. I might try that if they still have that. Uh, uh, mango mango kefir whole milk. Uh, Facial cleansing oil, uh, uh, ice cream sandwiches that are sublime. I, mean, I don't know if I've tried those. Uh, oh, yeah, these are the ones I buy. Chocolate chip cookies, yeah. Those are good. Yeah, strong buy on that. Uh, 
They're just like, uh, those are the best. Those are really good. And to close out the night, organic corn chips. Those are like Fritos, I think. Those are really good. Uh, organic chip dippers. I like those. Triple ginger snaps. They still haven't tried those. Um, and then they have a cold brew uh, concentrate for organic French and roast. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, ever since the listener, uh, one of our listeners, Melissa, sent me a, like a way to make a cold brew coffee, I've gotten hooked. And it, so what I'll do is I'll actually use a French, like normally, I think maybe just the way I prepare my coffee, like I would have like maybe a flavored French vanilla coffee on the weekend sometimes. But uh, man, when you make a French vanilla, like flavored coffee, cold brew, you don't need anything in there. It's like 100% of pure gold. Uh, so think about that. And it's super cheap to make your own cold brewed coffee and really easy. And so thanks, Melissa. Thanks, everybody. And uh, uh, good night.